Beth, I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. You're damn right it does. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to A Long Walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every day at 9.45 a.m. It goes live on Instagram. What's up, Patrick? Lone Angler in the house. Good to see you again, bud. Hi, Tara. What's up, AA, Amanda, Sally, Danielle? What's up, Wyatt? Good to see everybody. Lynn, good morning to you. Amanda, giving out the happy Fridays to everyone. Good to see everybody. Uh, coming up six days from now, Thursday night. Uh, the 18th, going to be at Jokers, Grantsburg, Wisconsin. Next night, uh, heading out to Austin, Texas. Going to be down at Creek in the Cave. That'll be uh, the Friday and Saturday. Excuse me, the 19th and 20th. Uh, Going to be hanging out with Jesse May Peluso, uh, Carly Aquilino. And then after that, Thanksgiving weekend, Friday and Saturday. Both nights going to be featuring at Gutty's Comedy Club. That will be at uh, uh, Gutty's Southdale Center. Edina, Minnesota. Tickets, I think, are 20 bucks to get into that place. But uh, always a good time at Gutty's, for sure. So a couple things I want to talk about on the show today. Number one, uh, if you got little things that you just love that nobody else is into, uh, why don't you shoot it into the Instagram live feed? And I'll give you an example real quick. One of the things that I absolutely love is when you ever play the game Ladder Golf, the game called Ladder Golf Yard Game, It's made out of like PVC pipe and then there's two golf balls on the end of a small piece of rope. Well, then you throw the two golf balls and the rope at the ladder and if it hangs, depending on which rung it hangs on, that's how many points you get. You know what I'm talking about. Ladder golf's kind of ubiquitous, right? Well, every once in a while when you throw one of those balls, it'll hit the rung right in the middle of the rope and the two balls swing around the rope and the two balls smack each other And then they fly back off of the ladder. Almost like that thing where you'd go to people's houses like in the late 80s, early 90s. And there was like six or seven balls all hanging off of like lines. And then you'd pull one ball up and you'd smack the other ball. And then it would like each end of the balls would smack up and down. Yeah, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. But if not, that was the worst description of anything ever given Ever on the face of the planet. <laughs> but I love it. So if you got something like that that you can think of, shoot it into the Instagram live feed. Because I'm going to bring it up here in just a moment as to uh, why uh, why I brought it up. And something that I don't know what it is, but for whatever reason, man, it just got to me. It got me in the old ticker today. Got me right in the gipper. All right, let's, uh, let's chat for just a moment. All right, one of these things I always talk about, a sign of a good person. You can bring anybody you want into a job interview and fucking, you know, they might have the greatest pedigree of all time. All you need to know about this person is take them out to the fucking street, bring them onto the street corner, tell them to walk across. If that person does not like at least put a little fucking giddy up in their step and try to get through because they realize other people are waiting to get through the intersection, don't hire that person. That person, huge piece of shit. I don't like people who don't run across the street. They lollygag and they do it on fucking purpose. And I've told this story before. It is kind of a pain in the ass to tell because there's a lot of like 
math that goes on with it. Like where I was, the person who was, but there was a kid walking across the street who was purposely walking slow to be an asshole. And I couldn't get around him. And I'm looking at the kid like, move your ass. And he sees I'm looking at him and he's walking even slower. But what he doesn't realize is that coming from behind me is another car also trying to turn left. And as he steps out from my vehicle, this vehicle has to slam on his brakes and that kid goes tumbling over the goddamn hood of this car and I laughed hysterically. And maybe like I've said before, it was the ageism in me where I didn't give a shit. Like, listen, you can be black, white, Asian, whatever. doesn't matter. I hate young. Young sucks. Fucking anybody under 33 is a piece of shit. I don't like them. But the fact that this kid was like 17 and got smoked by a car was the funniest thing I had ever seen. And it was because of his own doing. All that kid had to do was put a little fucking, you know, hurry up in his step. And that car wouldn't have sent him flying 10 feet in the air. (laughs) But it's also like if you're at a grocery store and you see somebody not put their cart back. That's all you need to know about that person. How they do one thing is how they do everything. That is one of the best pieces of advice I was ever given. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And... I I see people who don't put the cart away, who don't move their ass. And I just go, that's all I need to know about you. Everything I need to know about you, you summed up in just this one action. And, And we never have to converse. We never have to do business. I already know exactly what type of person you are. What's up, Mira? Good to see you. What's up, Hoovy? How are you? Amanda, so true. I know, right? God damn it. It's so true. So, uh... I figured out one, there's one more thing that I'm going to add to the list of things that you should look for in a person. And I just figured it out this morning, left the gym, ran to target, had to grab a couple of things for the weekend. And while I was walking out, I noticed that everybody carries their grocery bags by the handle. And especially those target bags, those target bags rip so goddamn easily for a company that makes $31 billion a quarter. I don't know. Maybe go from a 64th of an inch of brown paper bag to a 32nd of an inch and double our chances of not having your fucking groceries spill out all over the goddamn parking lot. But while while I was watching all of these people walk out, I don't carry my groceries that way. I don't trust it. So I go the old school way. I go under the handle. Or no, excuse me, not under the handle. I go under the bag. I carry that thing like a goddamn linebacker like who just picked up a fumble. I basically stick my arm up underneath the bag and walk out. I feel like that's a... People used to carry their groceries that way in a much more quaint time. You would find... Anytime you find a depiction or you watch Leave it to Beaver or whatever the fuck it is, anytime anybody was before 1989, everybody carried their groceries underneath the bag. And mostly because it didn't have handles, but also because they didn't trust them. Because you know what? That shit all... But now I notice everybody does it. Everybody does it. Amanda, wait. Who only leaves Target with one or two bags? I always need a cart. That is the other problem. Uh, but, you know, for because I... Basically, everything in my fridge or in my cupboards goes to waste. Not goes to waste, but it eventually goes bad. I'm not... I don't keep a lot of... You know, I don't keep a lot of granola bars. I mean, basically everything I have is like veggies, fruit, shit that will go bad in two or three days. So 
I don't get that luxury of going to the store once every 13 days, loading up and then bringing everything home. I go to the grocery store, no shit. I better go to the grocery store probably once every, I don't know, two to three days. I don't buy a ton. I just buy enough to get me through those days because I want fresh. And of course, everybody, you know, my, my my family, everybody, the older generation of our family does not understand that uh, they don't get why you go to the grocery store once every couple of days. And I'm like, it's because we don't buy shit food anymore. Everybody grew up on like, you know, canned fucking SpaghettiOs and nobody ate fruits and vegetables. Well, now I do. And that shit goes bad. Lettuce? Fuck. Don't buy anything bigger than like a two days worth of lettuce because that shit just goes rotten. And then it's a waste of money. Patrick, the lone anger, the, the lone angler, although lone anger, very uh, Freudian. Uh, I have a deal with the automatic doors. If there's an option for a non-automatic door, I use it. The automatic doors are for handicapped folks. <laughs> if you are able to open a door, do that. I will agree with that. I totally agree. If it is a, unless it's a, a hurry up and move option, that's why I'm always like, unless it's like got to get your your ass out of the way, then just go through the automatic doors. Uh, Auntie Rady, eating healthy is expensive. Yes and no. Yes and no. Because if you want to buy straight up organic, you know, I mean, a fucking organic head of lettuce is like $7.99. You can't go to the co-op. You can't go to Whole Foods. That shit is far too expensive. But there's certainly uh, angles and things that you can get that are inexpensive and still incredibly healthy for you. You know, I think you can get two tubs of strawberries right now for like $4.50 at Target. Dude, very inexpensive. You know, a giant tub of of leaf lettuce is like five bucks. Like as long as you're smart about it, you know? Um, and also our portion sizes. That's the other thing too, that makes it hard for people to be able to buy food is because our portion size is so goddamn big, man. Get a scale, measure it out. 200 grams of protein for every meal. It's not that much, you know? So as I was watching, as I was walking through the parking lot today, I was realizing, man, like I carry my groceries up underneath the bag because I do not trust it. And I was watching everybody else just walk around with the handles on. And I'm like, dude, um, I, I don't know. Maybe that's another sign of people that the same person who doesn't put the cart away, the same person who doesn't run across the street. That's one more thing I'm adding to the list of people that if you carry your bags underneath and not by the handle, you're a good person. I will trust you. Mira, I juice everything these days to guarantee my veggie intake. Yeah. And here's the thing they talk about with, with juicing is they go, oh, there's so much waste. There's so much byproduct. There's so much waste. Not if you're smart about it. There's shit you can do with that stuff. There's t- it's I there's ways of getting around it, man. And the internet is goddamn chalk-filled <laughs> with all the stuff that explains all of it, man. You can build a fucking house on YouTube nowadays. We can't figure out what to do with the excess carrots that we use from juicing. So good on you. That uh, that straight up juicing man is like it is. It's fucking gold, dude. It's gold. It's a pain in the ass to do, and juices are expensive. But dude, you want to like mainline some carrot juice? Fuck, man. It's so good for you. Incredibly good for you. All right. The thing I was going to talk about here for just a moment was uh, the things that like 
those small little things in life and you're like, oh, fuck, I love when that happens. You know, when the ladder golf balls hit each other and they bounce back off the ladder. It's so satisfying. It's satisfying. Like in the morning when I drink coffee, I always put two cups or two ice cubes in it. That initial first fucking crack of ice when you hear it, it's so satisfying. Oh, it's so satisfying. It feels so good. It feels so, it's like amazing. I love it. The other thing I've realized is my new favorite day of the week. It's not Monday, Tuesday. It's not an actual day of the week, but my favorite day of the week has got to be the day when you run out of one loaf of bread and break into the next because then you get the double butt sandwich. Double butt sandwich. That's, I mean, that's, that's fine in a four leaf clover. The double butt sandwich is the way to go. I know a lot of people hate the butt of bread. It's the best part of the bread. The best part of the loaf is the butt. The fact that you get to double up on the butt, you get it. It's like a little capsule, a little sandwich capsule. It's my favorite. Scooter says leg day. Bullshit. No way. Not a chance. Not happening. I hate, I had leg day today. It's the worst. It sucks. Double butt sandwich. Go double butt sandwich every time. In fact, when we go to restaurants from now on, I am asking for the double butt sandwich. No more of this shit of like, I don't want a one butt and then a regular piece of bread. I don't want two regular pieces. I want double butt sandwich. I'll pay an extra 15 bucks, double butt sandwich. I want double butt sandwich all day. Olina calls them the heels. All right, I'll, I'll take the heel of the bread. Yeah, I like the butt is what we always called it. Uh, Amanda, the things that uh, you love, the small little things, hitting all the green lights on my drive. Yeah, like, dude, there is one stretch of 66th Street in Edina that they've timed those lights that if you hit it right, you hit that first green, you can go from no shit. You can literally go from Southdale, which is on the west end of Edina, all the way to Target next to the airport, which is like a three mile stretch. And you can hit every single one of those green. And it feels so satisfying. (sighs) Uh, Tara, the ice on the ice cream and a root beer float has got to be the best. Yeah. Like when it makes the, yeah, I agree. Oh, that feels so goddamn good. I'm looking at some of these comments. I'm glad you guys are down with the double butt sandwich, double butt sandwich. Way to go. I'm not, I'm not deterring ever again. Like that's got to be the best day of the week. And for you restaurants, for you guys that are like keeping this podcast in the back kitchen, you guys who listen, save those. If I was a restaurateur, you know how like they go, hey, um, listen, you can get a Big Mac, but did you know that you can also get a Big Mac with one of those filet of fish patties on the top? It's not on the menu. You got to ask for it. And you're like, fucking what? Like, no way. And then you go in, you're like, hey, I heard you guys do Big Macs with filet of fish on top. And they're like, yeah, we do that. You're like, shit, it's not on the menu. Like, I I would throw it out there that if I was a restaurateur, my restaurants, you can come. And if you want a double butt sandwich, I'm not going to put it on the menu. Because it, it, listen, it would take off. I don't want that shit to go off. I listened to Blink-182 before everybody was into them. And then when they got big, I was like, fuck this band. I'm out. If the double butt sandwich got big, I bet I would hate the double butt sandwich. I don't want that. So I don't want people to know about it. But if I was a restaurateur, if I sunk my money into an establishment, I would let people know, keep it on the DL, I'm going to need a password, you know, the double butt sandwich flies at midnight. 
But I want I want people to know if you ask for it off the menu, you can get a double butt sandwich. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm in. Uh, Amanda, also love dipping into a new jar of peanut butter or anything. I agree, man. When you fucking break that seal on the top of the peanut butter and it's still flat on top. And that first like big giant scoop that pops out of there. Oh, man, it's so good. It's so goddamn good. I love I love peanut butter. Absolutely love it. Love it to death. It's probably my favorite snack. Uh, after I found out what your liver does to uh, peanut butter, your liver does not like peanut butter. So I've had to give it up. But it's still, it's so goddamn delicious. God, is it good? It's so good. Ah! Oy. Uh, Michael, former restaurant tour. No shit. I did not know that. Well, hey, buddy. Good on you, man. I always like to see former in front of it because owning a restaurant is like a boat, I believe. Like, it's the best day of your life is the day you get it. And the best day of your life is the day you fucking sell it off. For sure. Uh, Scooter, you would love first form root beer protein tastes like the end of a root beer float all right you know i have a hard time with flavored protein powders i don't know what it is i I, first of all i don't like protein powders in uh, in the first place just and it's not because like um i have anything against them i think there's some really good clean isolates out there that i really enjoy but i've just never really been like a powdery like if i want some protein i guess i just i'm like i'll just fuck it i'll just eat a chicken breast you know there are some benefits to it, and I know I should get more on top of it, but um, I don't know. I just, man, like anything I, that is not found in nature sometimes, I have a hard time with, you know? Cotton candy, whey protein. You're like, I don't fucking know if that's. <laughs> oh, that's all that good. Lynn says, fresh warm towels from the dryer, dude. Oh, yeah. There's nothing, man. There's nothing I love more for sure. Uh, Pat, are you messing with me about peanut butter? Absolutely not. Uh, I love it. It's my favorite thing on the planet. The way your liver breaks down peanut butter, it's fucking, it's, yeah, it sucks. It, dude, if it would just, if your liver broke it down like it did a piece of chicken, it fucking, I'd be all about it. I'd totally be all about it. But, and, uh, and and here's what I, I should preface this. What I mean by that is when you overeat it. Because if you're one of these people that once every two, three hours, you're walking through the kitchen and you grab a scoop of peanut butter, your body's going to break it down differently. If you have a scoop of peanut butter at two o'clock in the afternoon, because you just want a little bit of a, of a a little, you know, fucking fix, totally fine. One scoop of peanut butter every day, not going to really screw with you. However, if you're really like, you know, trying to stay healthy, uh, don't overdo it on the peanut butter. The way your body breaks it. See, basically your body just breaks it down. Uh, It just goes, um. Yeah, you know, it's it's either it is or it isn't good for you. Your body doesn't like give a shit about like, but this is whole grain rice. This is a this is whole wheat bread. We can't we break it down. No, it doesn't give a shit. It looks at bread the way it looks at bread. It do, it doesn't matter if it's white bread. Now, are there some breads that are better for you than others? Absolutely, but your body breaks it down the same exact way. There's a huge difference though between a piece of sprouted bread and a piece of Wonder Bread. Because all the extra shit in the Wonder Bread, that's going to really fuck with you. But your body breaks it down the same exact way. And it looks at peanut butter that way. It looks at it and just goes, yeah, fuck it. Oh, you know what I forgot to tell you guys? Speaking of sandwiches, this is why I love northern Minnesota. One of the guys that we hunt with, we're, uh, we're getting ready to go Saturday morning. And some guys like to snack out in the, in the deer stand. I don't like to. I'm not a big eater. 
So I just drink. I, hey, man, I, I wait until nine o'clock in the morning and I crack that first coffee blonde beer and then I sit and enjoy myself. I'm not a big eater out in the stand, but some guys are. And one of the guys we hunt with was preparing some sandwiches. That's why, God, I love northern Minnesota. There's not a chance in hell I would ever go down this route, and I don't expect anybody else to either. But after I saw it, I'm like, okay, I kind of get it. Uh, One of the guys that we hunt with was preparing two pieces of Wonder Bread with two pieces of bologna, and on top, a little bit of ketchup. Ketchup, Wonder Bread, bologna sandwiches. Two of them, mixing up deuce, dropping the white bread bologna ketchup sandwich. And I looked at it and went, oh my God, man. Everything about me right now, like, I'm so fucking big city hoity-toity. Because I'm looking at that just going, there are so many different textures and tastes inside of that sandwich. I can't, there's no fucking way on, on God's green earth would I ever be able to eat a white bread bologna ketchup sandwich. <sighs> white bread and ketchup together is awful. It's soggy. It's gross. It's ah, like I'm getting that taste in my mouth right now, man. It is so fucking terrible. Michael, sounds like my childhood. But as I was going to say, I was thinking about it in the deer stand and I'm like, God, man, bologna, ketchup and white bread. But then I just realized, oh, dude, that's a flat hot dog. That's a, it's totally a flat hot dog. Bologna is basically a flat piece of hot. It's a flat hot dog. It's it's flat hot dog. It's all the extra byproducts and shit that nobody else wants just stuck in a round form. And what do you eat? What do you put the hot dog in? A piece of basically a white bun. And you load it up with ketchup. Like he had a flat hot dog. That's exactly what it is. I didn't realize. Like mine was fucking blowing, dude. Blowing. It's a flat hot dog. That's all it was. There's not a chance in hell I would ever eat one. Because I was like, as I was watching this, I was just like, oh my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. All morning, man, just like my stomach was turning. Just like, shit. Uh, Michael says, you are so smart. Listen, it was just an observation. Just flat hot dog. Flat hot dog. Flat hot dog. That's it. And if I, I think I would have felt better if he would have taken it and then folded it up like a hot dog and then ate it that way. Maybe you just go one piece of Wonder Bread. But holy shit, dude. Bologna, ketchup, white bread sandwich. I didn't, I never would have fucking seen that coming a mile away. Oh, now you're just being crazy. And now, and now one rant for the road. One rant for the road. Shut up, you're drunk. That's right. Every single Friday, we hop onto a random word generator. We bop onto it. We get one word, and then we complain about it right before we get into the weekend. So random word generator. Let's bring it up. Um, There we go. Hang. Hang is the word. Uh, First off, a lot of range with hang. A lot of range. Uh, I like a good hang every once in a while. The thing I don't like is... The unwelcomed hang when you realize that you are the guy who is doing the unwelcomed hang. Don't like it. Dr. Nick, I came into a weird topic today. Are you talking, which topic are you talking about? Bologna, bologna sandwich or the hang? 
We'll get back to bologna sandwich in just a second. Let me do this bit, and then we'll come back to bologna sandwich in just a moment. Um, yeah, uh, I, the weird, awkward hang when you realize that you are the one being the awkward person. It happens to everybody. You're not fucking cool enough to get away from being the awkward hang guy. But when you realize that you're the one standing in the group just looking at your own phone or you are the one who's not participating or whatever it might be, God damn it, don't be that weirdo that hangs out too fucking long. And also, don't you have enough wherewithal to realize that you are? I'm so I hope you are that person who realizes that what they're doing is super fucking awkward and nobody likes it and nobody likes somebody who's just sort of like Hanging out and kicking it is super weird. Um, I, I, this happened a long time ago. And when I was like 22, I worked at a bar and a girl that I used to uh, hang out with after the bar and nothing like a, a sexual thing. We would just we would just enjoy each other's company. We had good chemistry. We hung out. And it was fun. She came back to my apartment that night and we were waiting for my other roommates. And while we're waiting, we get a knock at the door and it's this girl who lived like three houses down from us, who was a super fucking weirdo. And she just walked in and like sat down and we're like, can, can we help you? And she's like, um, no, I'm just, man, just coming back here after bar to hang out. And so myself and the girl who I worked with, were both like having a conversation with each other because we're waiting for our friends to get back. And she just fucking sat there. Didn't say anything for like 20 minutes and then just got up and was like, all right, well, take you guys. I'm like, what the fuck, man? How, how, abs- how so goddamn weird. You have to have a little bit of wherewithal, man, and know that you are being the fucking weirdo, dude. And Michael brings up a really good point. Sometimes be the person who, and there's a five second fucking ad I have to wait to skip through so I can get to my point here. But sometimes don't be that person, man. Like the cranberries have said. Do you have to let it linger? Do you? Get your shit and move on, man. It's a great song, by the way. Oh, man. The Cranberries. Bring me down a little bit. But seriously, I don't like the fact that there's too many people nowadays that uh, when they are out or they they don't realize that they are being the... And maybe it's just because the way we interact with people, the way we interact with folks is... It's either through a phone. I, I don't know if I've told you guys a story before, but I was at a Caribou Coffee one time. This, fuck, this must have been seven, eight years ago now. I'm at a Caribou Coffee. I'm doing some work. I look up. There's a girl like six tables down from me who looks at me. We make eye contact. I go back to my work and I'm like, do I know that person? I think I know that person, dude. I, do I know her? I can't tell. I keep working. I look back over. She looks at me. I go back to my shit. And now it's like, totally screwing with me i'm going how do i know this person i think i know this person right i get up i go to the bathroom i walk by her and as i walk by i stop i'm like i'm really sorry i hate to do this do we know each other because i kind of feel like we we know it do i know you from somewhere she's like no i'm really sorry i know i was kind of making it weird there for a second i said oh uh i'm sorry you were giving me that look like we knew each other she goes no really to be honest what i was doing was um i saw you sitting there so i I hopped onto tinder and I was scrolling through to see if maybe I set like the range really low so that maybe it would show like you were on there. I'm like, you do realize I'm fucking seven feet away from you. You don't need to hop on the Tinder. I'm not on there, but I'm right here. You could have walked over and talked to me. And she kind of laughed. She's like, no, no, no. But I'm like, that, 
Now I have absolutely no intentions on ever wanting to talk to you, because that's fucking weird, man. You might as well have a cat stroller. Ugh. We'll call it one rant for the road. The cranberries brought me down too much, man. I I played the cranberries for my daughter. Uh, We played, listen to Zombie the first time. And she was like, oh my God, this is so good. I was like, yes, there's hope for you, girl. There's hope for you. Uh, Michael, kind of a sweet moment though. I agree. Yep. Scooter, cat stroller. I know. Fuck, dude. Ah, I would have married that girl. I would have married that girl in a second. There was nothing that was... Every word she said made me fall in love with her. It really was love at first sight. A thousand percent. I was all about her. I was so in love with her. Everything she said, every, everything I said, she was super into. Every time, like every, she never stopped listening. And I never stopped listening to what she had to say. And I loved it. And then when she said she had a cat stroller, I was like, fuck, I can't do it. This is man hands. It's man hands. She's got man hands, Jerry. She's got man hands. Uh, Lynn taking off. All right. Um, hope you all have a great weekend, says Lynn, obviously. Uh, Michael, dude, let's make it short and we'll have to write that line. Make a short? I can make a short about that. Sure. Yeah, man. We could do that. Speaking of, uh, the awards, or actually the film fest that we won all the awards last year for Raising a Daughter. That is coming back around again, and we're trying to decide if we want to do it because it is a fucking undertaking, and I just don't know if I want to, which sucks because I really want to be a part of it, but I don't know. Ugh, everything is just work nowadays, man. Fuck, dude. It's really, like, exhausting. <laughs> it's, so, it's so goddamn exhausting, you know? I had a really nice night last night. I went up and uh, did some time at a, a show in St. Paul. And uh, there was a thought that I had had before because I was, I had like a, I basically like my evenings, I hang out with like 23 year old comics who have like no responsibilities. They, they have zero life ex- experience. Nobody's like lost homes or, you know, had babies or gotten divorced. Like they just, you know, they're basically just like, Legal teenagers is what these kids are, you know? Their brains aren't fucking fully formed. They still think ridiculously. Um, But while I was hanging out, man, like somebody had like made a comment about fake news and I sort of laughed about it. And and I was like, fake, trust me, fake news is, that's, it's real. And they were like, what do you mean it's real? I'm like, fake news fucking exists. I'm like, trust me, I know fake news. I know fake news. when Trump was every morning just getting up and being like, it's totally fake news. It's fake news. It's all, they, it's all made up. It's fake news. I was like, it's a, fu- it's a thousand percent fucking true. It's it, a lot. Of, some of it is real. There are some great journalists out there, man. I look at Ted Koppel still. Ted Koppel still does CBS Sunday morning. Everything that Ted Koppel does, I'm like, that, it's fucking truth coming out of that guy's mouth. But there's still a lot of fake news out there. And they went, that's bullshit. I'm like, you want to know how... I know that there's fake news. Here's how I know that there's fake news. For 22 years, I was on the radio. And the last, like, four years of my career, I had to read news, and I had to read traffic, and I had to do pop culture shit. And when I just got so fed up of doing the job, 
I just made it up. Didn't fucking know if any of it was real. Didn't give a shit. And I was like, fuck it. And people fucking believed it. A thousand percent people believed it. So I know there's fake news because I was the news and I just made it up. (laughs) So that's how I know there is fake news. And here's the thing about it. You can't get too into the weeds with fake. You, it has to be believable. That's how I know what fake news is. It's fake. Because if I were to be like, hey, Justin Bieber's got a brand new record. All he's going to do for nine tracks is fart into a Home Depot bucket. He's going to cover all the songs of Led Zeppelin by farting into a Home Depot bucket. People would be like, That's, that doesn't exist. That doesn't. But if you're like, yeah, uh, Justin Bieber's got a brand, uh, announced he's going to make a brand new record. He's going to play all the instruments on the album. People would be like, holy shit. Holy fuck, man. That's, wow, that's amazing. Don't know. He never said anything about a new record. I just fucking said it because I had to fill time. Scooter, you mean there really wasn't an accident on 495? There was one time I was like, oh my God, there's a three-car pile up right now. An elephant escaped from a trailer and smashed the hoods of three cars. People were like, oh my God. Holy shit, hopefully that elephant's okay. Oh my God. What highway was that on? I'm like, Highway 91. They're like, oh my God, I don't even know where Highway 91 is. But Obviously, there's an elephant on Highway 91. First, it's all made up. All made up. All of it. Are you kidding me? Scooter, do you know how many times like there would be no fucking traffic report? There'd be nothing to talk about, and I would just hop on. I'm like, I oh, got two cars in the Lowry Hill Tunnel uh, right now. Looks like uh, two vehicles pulled off onto the right shoulder. Hopefully you guys get out of there pretty soon. They got one police officer on the scene. Nobody fucking knows! Nobody knows! No, The people who are listening to that are outside of... Sa- There's like 31 people. When those words are coming out of my mouth, there is like... Maybe 30 people around the area where I'm, where I'm talking about. And what are the chances that they happen to be listening to this radio station? Nobody gave a fuck. Just say it. It was so ridiculous. Every time, didn't give a shit. Thanks, you got one stalled vehicle on the uh, left shoulder right as you are pulling off a of Hiawatha right there. Highway 55 before you get into downtown. Looks like uh, they do have one tow truck on the scene. Guys getting them off onto the right shoulder. Left lane going to be taken up. Also, don't forget this weekend coming up, 35W Southbound going to be shut down in between 94 and the Crosstown. Looks like that's going to be going on from uh, Friday night, 10 p.m. all the way until Monday morning at 5. Don't know. Don't fucking. All made up. All made up. Made it all up. Don't give a fuck. (laughs) That's how I know there's fake news. So the next time you guys get into this fucking story about like Trump was a liar about fake news. No, just say, listen, I know a guy who was in the news and he just fucking made it up and he didn't care. And that's how this shit gets started. And there's nobody to fact check it. There's none of it. It it doesn't matter. Siri, are you guys glad you stuck around? I'm, I'm glad you stuck around. Mira's like, I hate you. It's the truth, though. It's all made up. It's all of it is fucking made up. So... It doesn't matter. (laughs) You learn how to bullshit very quickly. And it's so true, man. So every time, like, I, I hate, every time we get into these conversations about, like, news sources and fake news and integrity of news, I'm like, dude, I was the news and fucking didn't care. You mean, a human is a human. So if you're in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or you're in Minneapolis, Minnesota, I guarantee there's people that write for giant publications who are doing the same shit I am. 
because nobody fucking calls them out. Nobody like takes them to task. I would make up shit as I went and nobody would ever pull me off to the side and be like, holy shit, that, are, you, are you sure that's real? They would just hear it and go, fucking, that's crazy. All right, well, anyways, fucking moving on with life. See, nobody cares. Just making it all up. Made it all up. All of it. So, <laughs> I fucking, I brought that, like, I brought it, as I was having that thought, I'm like, I got to go to the stage with this. So, I just brought it up. And just started fucking going for it. And man, it was like, it was catching and people were laughing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, there's no, no other way around it. Like this has to fucking, it ha- this has to be a part of it. It has to be Uh scooter truth nuggets. Yeah. Hey, listen, as long as it is based somewhat in truth, people will totally 1000% believe it. And they, it doesn't matter, man. Hillary Clinton running a fucking sex uh, trafficking sh- out of a back of a pizza shop. Holy shit. People fucking bought onto that. And that was 1000% fake. And they just fucking went for it. So, yeah. So it happens here on home soil. It's not just Russians pumping shit into Facebook. It's people that are paid good money to f- report on this shit who just fucking make it up. Make it up. I read a, I, when I lived in La Crosse, Wisconsin, we had a problem with like, like young 22 year old frat boys falling into the river drunk and Maxim magazine came to do a report on it. And when the report came out, I grabbed a Maxim and I was sitting at the bodega, a bar in Wisconsin. And I'm reading this report. And one of the first things it says is, uh, lacrosse, Wisconsin, or known to the locals as little Las Vegas. I'm like, fuck, I've lived here for nine years. I've never heard anyone call this place little Las Vegas. Who the fuck? So right there, it's a lie. And we just make it up. And nobody gives a shit. So, so yeah. So the next time, like, you know, unless you are literally sitting in a traffic jam and somebody on the radio was talking about that traffic, be like, okay, I'm, I'm sitting and obviously this is happening. But for everywhere else, when you hear that there is an accident on 94 eastbound just outside of downtown St. Paul, just be like, probably bullshit. Probably didn't happen. Guy probably just lying. You know why? Because he has to fill to get to the top of the hour so they can hit the legal ID. And when you got 47 seconds of nothing, you better make it up. And nobody will ever fucking call you out. Just don't go too over the top. Just enough to where people are going to believe it. And people will fucking buy it all the time. So that is what I will leave you with. There is definitely fake news. And I know because I am the one who made up the fake fucking news. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. And every single day at 9.45 a.m. it goes live on Instagram. Again, thank you guys so much. I really do appreciate it. Have yourselves a phenomenal weekend. We'll see you. Thank you guys for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.